Life's confusing. Some things only God knows. We're still going to struggle for some answers. It's going to be hard, so we might as well drink. Welcome to the Tipsy Theology Podcast. <laughs> you ready? Yes. All right. So, what what's up, everyone? <laughs> I was told I got to look into the camera a little bit more to make you guys feel welcome, and I thought that was good advice. Because often Trey and I are just staring at each other mm. the whole time, just staring into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like we need to like insert Trey's. Uh, we've got a little, a little insert. No, like oh. a little insert uh, audio insert where he's just like, excuse me. <laughs> I feel like we just need to throw that in any time he disagree with something. Be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, but yeah, here we are. This is this is Kendall Morris. Nice to be part of this family. You are our first official guest. I am honored. And by official, I mean the only guest we've had. <laughs> and so far, the best and your favorite. Oh, of course. the top guest. And I have to appeared. say that because for anyone who listening to this who, or watching this who doesn't know, uh, this is uh, my cousin and also my landlord. So I might get evicted after this. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just make sure that you think through everything you're about to say. Yeah, that's not going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so we got this industrial-sized version of Fireball. I'm not a huge fan of Fireball, but I know you love it, so that's why we have it. You know, some of these are really hard for me to love. And I found one that I do, so I'm just going to stick with it, you know? <laughs> just stick with what you know. These are cute, though. They look like little Coca-Cola. Are those nice? They're so cute. All right. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Even that was still hard for me. It's just sugar. <laughs> Woo! That's how I feel after oh. Right on. That was lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, with Fireball, I think that's it. Because for me, it's just like, it just kind of tastes like sugar. <laughs> like a little cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Like when you're a kid and you're like, you make toast. And you're like, I want to put cinnamon on it. But also white sugar. <laughs> Did you guys not eat the Fireball candies growing up? Wait, was that these guys? Yeah. Well, really? I just, it seemed, it, that's what it tastes like to me. That's, what that's I exactly thought. what it tastes like. That's yes. it. Yeah. That's those what little, I identify round... in my head every time I have it. Yeah. Those were, those got pretty hot too. Yeah. <laughs> those are crazy. And I'm not a big spicy person, but that's a different kind of burn. Yeah, it so. is. <laughs> I can <laughs> do that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, that's what it reminds awesome. me of. But yeah, so here we are too. So we've got, so you're, you're, um, you don't want to partake in all of three of the shots as Trey and I typically do. So I'm it's over here. I don't want to. Because <laughs> you're thinking a little bit ahead. <laughs> I just, you know. <sighs> so we're going to, this is where we're going to divert a little bit. So I have Seven Brothers, Seven Botanicals Gin, Ooh. which is, I really enjoy it. Typically, you don't really like shot it, but we're shotting everything here. So yeah. I'm going to, so this is actually, um, a local one for me. I grew up in Leroy, Ohio. <laughs> wow. and that's where these people are from. They on the road next to us. So which is pretty crazy. Wow. So did you actually know them? Um, I don't know them by name or anything, but okay, so just knowing I know where them? they live. Oh, so because okay. they used to sell it out of their house before they were an official like distributor. Wow. So unfortunately this doesn't come down to Florida. Mm. So this was an old import. Maybe that's gonna get me in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but, so we're going to do that. And what would you like to start with? we got Life Water and we got Smart Ooh, Water. Definitely the Life Water. All right. Definitely. So while I'm pouring this too, today we have we want to talk about um, angels and demons. Ooh. Yes, please. That's a, that's a big topic. <laughs> um, yes. So I feel like... One of my favorite topics, actually. Yeah. To be honest. I, I definitely enjoyed a lot too. Maybe because it's controversial. <laughs> it's very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like it, it might be one of those where I think based on just talking to you off screen, mm-hmm. I think we might agree on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. there might be some nuances where we differ a little bit too. So I'm excited to kind of jump into that a little well, bit. Well, I was hoping you were going to be the devil's advocate. I can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one of my, that's one of my signatures. Exactly. But here we go. Let's get through these bad boys. Mm. 
Right here, you just feel it. <laughs> it gives yeah. that burn. Mm. I love this. It's got like just an amazing that juniper flavor. Mm-hmm. It's very flowery. Just like, ooh, makes me feel nice, nice and pretty. I'm gonna have to take your word for that. So tell me about the tell me about the life water. Oh my goodness! So um, some waters taste chemically, and mm. I'm usually like a snob about spring waters. Um, but that one wasn't bad. It didn't taste chemically or anything. It, How was the pH balance on it? Um, it was very pH balanced. <laughs> so good. Well, here, well, you are able to compare it now to smart water. Ooh, is this going to make me smart? The smart person's choice. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that would be awesome if it Can actually like, lot of increased your smart. IQ. Oh, my <laughs> word. We would be doing shots of this before the podcast. I think they would sell a lot of those a lot more of those they probably would (laughs) boom i can't wait this is good cheers Mm. so for everyone who has seen previous episodes that was the old reposato Reposato. is that a regular um it's it's twice in a row now Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing. I really like it. It's okay. tequila. Tell me about the smart water. Oh, that was that was probably better than the other one. I think I like <laughs> smart water better than the life. Really? Water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the one reason I like life water a lot is because of the art they do. I I, and I like the different designs. Pretty. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But the water's not that good. Mm. Picture only does so much. Yeah. Good. Good for the that's marketing fair. people, though. It's true. It is. It's very. It's very cool. Yeah. That's that's actually one of the reasons why I'm drawn to buy it sometimes too. <laughs> but hey, today we've got drinking buddies, Swan Brewing. Because we are drinking buddies. Yeah. Boom. Whoa. We're gonna it's a little it it's a little fizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna get into this. Don't worry, we didn't get it all over the studio yet. <laughs> so Angels and Demons. There's a whole lot that we can say about that. Yes. There's a whole lot of a lot of directions. Mm-hmm. I'm just really hoping it doesn't. Is this a real over. thing? If you put your finger in the foam, it makes the foam go down. I've never heard that before, but it makes sense. Maybe somebody just because you're that the one, one popping the bubbles. Maybe when when I see it, does it not seem like it's making it go down, or maybe it was just gonna go down its own anyway. Maybe that's like watching. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like, somebody just told me that one time when I was drunk and I believed them. You're like, that's amazing. <laughs> that is very possible. Oh, I should do that here though. Try it. See if it. I, I mean, feel like it's doing. It would have gone down anyway, right? Yeah. So, I feel like it didn't do that much. It's probably total BS. But uh, we'll top that off there when those bubbles go down a little bit. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, but <laughs> so angels and demons. There's a lot yes. of directions we can take that topic. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I would like to start with, because mm-hmm. I thought, why why wouldn't we start here? Is it real? <laughs> <laughs> Are they real? Are supernatural Great beings question. a reality? Right. <laughs> question so i will have to take the perspective and then you get to take all the other perspectives (laughs) so there you go that gives you lots of options of what a typical christian might think or view this is not for all christians i can only speak for myself but i think in most christians believe that the origin of angels and demons and anything supernatural, they're going to get from the Bible. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about angels and demons a lot. Yeah. And some Christians, you know, pick and choose different parts of the Bible that they are comfortable <laughs> with and not. And I get that. That's a, that's, a, that's a favorite pastime there. Yeah? Of yours or? Um, make sure you're saying that in the mic. Too. Oh, sorry. Of yours? Of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like picking and choosing scriptures is something that, you know, any any person likes to do. Yeah. Only if it proves their point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yes. And by the way, I'm already feeling that one shot. I haven't even had That's, any of my beer. I'm I, telling you, I told you it was lightweight. I don't understand it. Now you're pouring more beer into Y'all. your glass. Okay, so I'm going to try to complete a thought before it gets worse. Sure. Um, so let's say you're one of those people that believes everything in the Bible is truth. Mm-hmm. If that is your faith stand, then you're going to have to believe in angels and demons. Right? <laughs> I mean, at that point, you don't have a choice. Right, <laughs> you because they're all over the Bible. 
Yeah. And you can say, I, I believe part, like, I don't think my uncle will ever listen to this so I can talk about him. <laughs> um, Sorry, uncle. <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> but he, wherever he's at. Wherever he's at. Yeah. Satellite. Um, and watch, he'll listen to this now. Oh, we talked about you. Um, he, last I heard, believed in all the red letters, which basically meant in the old Bibles, oh. everything that was spoken by Jesus. So as far as saying like that's the only thing to believe? Yes. Like oh. out of the entire Bible, the only parts he liked <laughs> and chose to believe were the red letters. So anyway. Like that makes me laugh in another way. <laughs> it's because it's like very interesting and specific. It's one of those and... things where it's like, if you're like, if you're gonna believe anybody's words, that's a good one to pick. If you're gonna pick one, yeah. But yeah, he didn't say a lot of nice things all the time. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And I, I think he was okay with that. It, I think oh, it yeah. was just he didn't um, address enough the uh, specific things that my uncle probably didn't want to hear. So <laughs> that's all that to say, <laughs> if you're not somebody that picks and chooses specific areas, and you are gonna be like, I just believe this whole bible to have truth and um base my christian faith on it then you have to say that you believe in angels and demons Mm -hmm. now if you are not a christian or you're not believing that the bible is truth and you think it's you know um a, a fiction and whatever then i don't know if those people i don't know what they believe maybe they believe um that there are demons if there's Satanists, because I know that um, some people that are practicing Satanism use demon powers and have even experiences and whatever. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know, there's a lot of people that just probably don't care. Yeah. Or it's easy (laughs) for them to believe in the good things. Oh, sure, there's angels and we all have an angel and there's fat little baby naked angels flying around. <laughs> little fat sheriffs. Yeah, but they don't want to <laughs> potentially believe in the awkward, uncomfortable, unknown of yeah. like, actual, I don't know. And I, I think that's... take the devil's advocate view on that. No, that's fair. Cheers, by the way. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> good old good. swan brewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot in there too. And I feel like, um, the easiest one to, I, I agree, it's like if you believe everything is literal, mm-hmm. then obviously if you don't believe that angels and demons are real, then you don't believe it's literal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We, could just, we could just say that one right there right. and that's done. Right. But I feel like where most people are at is the more nuanced, well, some of it is metaphorical, some of it's mm-hmm. uh, allegorical even or poetic, mm-hmm. other sides of it is is literal mm-hmm. and even that gets contested sometimes in certain areas mm-hmm. yeah so it's like okay so that, i feel like that's where majority of people are so why would somebody not want to believe it's real so as for i was mm-hmm. raised my whole life in being okay with it and that it was real mm-hmm. so i could understand why somebody might not want to believe in demons because those aren't fun and They're scary yeah um but i don't know why they wouldn't want to believe in angels unless they just think uh oh, that's silly and i'm mm. a very logical science person and that doesn't align with my science yeah and i think that's probably where most of it is Mm -hmm. in the sense of um you know there was a big shift that happened over the last several hundred years Mm -hmm. (laughs) the good old industrial revolution oh where it's like we we really that's really the I think it started in small parts, small port uh, parts before that, mm-hmm. but that was really the big push from a spiritual worldview mm. to a natural worldview. Mm-hmm. So instead of people looking to, uh, as a as a general populace, looking to the stars for answers, looking mm. you know believing in a lot of these <clears throat> supernatural phenomena, mm. they then said, "Oh, let's look at what we can test, repeat, and observe." Yeah. Not to say that's a bad thing, but that's like well, that was a huge shift, and it, it's and I think right now we're seeing like we're still in an infancy stage of that. Yeah, but that's where people's mindsets are in a lot of ways, and you can see and immediate so, results with that. So I right. understand. <laughs> yeah, that um, there's even, something tangible. Exactly, and even for people that full heartedly believe in spiritual whatever, you know, you you can believe it your whole life and not 
tangibly experience something that feels mm-hmm. super real, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whether or not you believe it. And yet the tangible things, that's a lot easier for you to <laughs> yeah. want to focus your time and energy on. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, and I think that's that's really what it is because it's like by definition, something supernatural is something intangible, mm-hmm, <laughs> and that's that's a lot more that's a lot more difficult. Yeah, but so I'll I'll bring this up too just to kind of put a cap in this side because I'm sure there's enough people listening that are like I already believe this I already believe it's real <laughs> and I think for do you think most of your audience believes I don't know about most of the audience <laughs> but I would say I think for the people who do put in the comments <laughs> if you believe. <laughs> Or Am I totally don't off base? Believe, so that Paul Probably. will know who his ta- target audience are <laughs> is now I can't even grammatically. <laughs> and well, he will better respond to we can, communicate. We can directly address that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, so what, what I will say is like, I think for the average person, to whatever extent, believes that that's real. They mm. believe in something supernatural. Um, I think the ones that get the most attention are demons because we have got Ooh. all these ghost hunter channels and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they focus on the more negative aspects of that. Yeah. There's some positive that can be thrown into that. Um, but I think f- moreover, that's what it gets. We see that through folklore. We see all these mm-hmm. other little sub genres that get their own criticism, yeah. rightly so. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I think for the average person, there is that natural. Uh, curiousness toward that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is something that we can't understand, that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write it off as being ridiculous most of the time, but there's a part of me that still is like, oh, I think it might mm-hmm. be real. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where I'm coming at with this. Okay. And so it's interesting. So I was reading some, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I was reading some some articles, some scientific journals. What? <laughs> and um, I'm sorry for everyone who said I need to print stuff out. I don't have a printer, so I need to use my phone right now. I'm very sorry. I'm not texting. They get, they get technology. I'm reading You're saving notes. a tree. <laughs> yeah. How many trees I'm saving right now? <laughs> um, so, one, so one of the guys he wrote, there's a lot of things that he was addressing in that as far as people saying that the supernatural world is scientifically disproven. And he's mm. saying, no, it's not. <laughs> and I think that's true. I Good. think it's something yeah. that isn't proven. Yeah. As as far as like, so this is something tangibly proven, mm-hmm. but it's not tangibly unproven as, un- unproven right. as well. Right. And so one of the things he uses for that was Pascal Boyer's cognitive Ooh, optimum. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of stuff. Just, just read that out because I'm not going to be able to. <clears throat> yeah. So. Go ahead. I got it. I got it. I can handle <laughs> it's this. It's a lot in there. <laughs> and it's an interesting path to get to where I'm getting. Okay. So bear with me here. I'm sorry. So he says he argues that minimally counterintuitive con that uh yeah minimally counterintuitive concept have the best chances of being remembered and being transmitted in his view people have intuitive ontological categories like plant animal and or person these categories allow for predictions so which is kind of how our human brain works we have we we build patterns yeah yeah our our brain naturally thinks in patterns and it looks for something predictable yes you know, if someone's going to throw something, that. predictably it's going to go there. If yes. I throw it there. Yes. Okay. Um, the weird thing is when it doesn't happen, yes. <laughs> it's like, I'm very uncoordinated. I saw that study with babies. <laughs> they tested some babies and they yeah. did the same things over and over. And when it was something unique to the pattern, they were actually paying attention more. When it was things that was over and over again, they yeah. lost interest. So. Exactly. And that goes to novelty. Babies. And that's actually, that's actually an example of why... Um, when you get older, life seems to go faster. T- days go by faster, years go by faster, because there's less novelty. Yeah. Um, so the more novel things happen, the more you remember them. That will also keep your relationship very stimulated. <laughs> just want to throw that out. Marriage advice from Kendall Morris. Yes. Just want to <laughs> throw in some novelties. Um, but so, for example, he's going on with this. Uh, a ghost is usually uh, categorized under person. Okay. Which makes sense. We're looking at another sentient being. Okay. The only, um, I guess, peer-level sentient beings that we would consider as something who acts similarly to us. Mm. But then he says, but it violates the expectation that person uh, that a person cannot move through a wall. Mm. At the same time, the majority of expectation is retained and a ghost is expected to perceive things in the same way a person does and it will interact the way other people do. Okay. So <laughs> he says we disprove it because we cannot fathom something interacting with the world in a way we don't understand. Right. And so um, 
And a lot of people think that way. Like if we can't prove it or I can't, you know, have the science or the facts or whatever behind it, then I can't believe it. And, you know, I understand how I can't imagine how hard it is for somebody with such a logical science mind. (laughs) Sorry. You're good. That um, can have faith, which faith is believing the unseen and Mm -hmm. and i just i don't even know how they wrap their mind around things that are not proven and that are not always logical and that are not natural so therefore it is supernatural yeah and i think that's that's what kind of shows a gap um in our outlook or in Mm -hmm. even science in the sense of um so science is a process of repeatability and observability. Mm-hmm. So can we perceive it, repeat it, and f- hypothesize about it, yeah. and then make theorems regarding it? Um, so it's like if there is evidence of a supernatural world, but we can't, but we are incapable of understanding it fully, there may be evidence of intellectual superior beings. Mm-hmm. And that's a sense of like you know going to a very extreme side of it's like an ant perceiving a human being. <laughs> it's mm. like sure it can see us sometimes, it experiences us but does it really understand what it is right. what we are right i mean that's that's kind of a crazy example to throw out there but that's kind of my yeah. thinking through it yeah absolutely. um so yeah i mean i th- say i've been talking a lot <laughs> yeah and i've noticed that i've been drinking a lot more than you yeah that's true so you drink <laughs> i'll talk going? okay so i have a question for you then yeah keep drinking <laughs> um who's trying to get who drunk here <laughs> already so much further than you (laughs) this is not helping me look good on this show okay on this podcast so (laughs) you try to get anyway (laughs) um so here's my question Mm -hmm. if you choose to be on the side of believing that this exists even though we don't have a whole lot of tangible evidence for it but they're like you know what it's okay i have faith i know that it exists usually I I would think in most Christians that they're like, that's enough for me. I don't want to go any further than Mm. that. Um, I'm okay with just believing that they exist, but um, I don't want to believe that they really interact a whole lot in my life. Um, I don't really want to think anymore about what their role would be or why they matter to me. Mm. I just want to believe that they exist potentially yeah but that's it like that's the extent of it Hmm. so i'm one of those really weird christians (laughs) that we're all weird here okay good this is good company (laughs) thank you i'll drink to that that had a season of just passionately pursuing and being obsessed with what is the deal what is the story behind the angels and demons and why are they important and do they interact with our lives and if they do Mm. what is their role and is this something that we as christians should care about or should we just go on with our lives and doesn't matter like what do you think Mm. their role is if any in our lives yeah, so I'll say it too because I know you. This is something that um, I'll throw at Deliverance Ministry because I know that's a big, it's a big trigger. Are word we for allowed you. to say these? Th- are, We're that's to almost say, like another topic. It, it kind of is. Please don't turn off the podcast when you hear that word if you're <laughs> frightened by it. Okay. <laughs> but so what I'll say is like that's kind of my answer in that sense. Mm. That's that's an aspect of it. Why should we care? I think there's a level where, and this is where I've got a big. I can go into it, criticism of the church even and mm. its handling of it. Yeah. Um, and I see the church very blanket statement. Yeah. Um, in the sense of there are, I'll say this first. So I think that why is, why is it important? Mm-hmm. Because there are agents and I'll use that word mm. <laughs> instead of persons mm-hmm. or beings. Mm-hmm. There's agents that act um, with the sole purpose of corrupting the image imagers of Christ. Mm. And I think that's why it's important. Yeah. So it's like here are these beings who it's like if you've been if you've if you know what your condemnation is mm-hmm. going on the Christian definition of what a demon is. Mm-hmm. Um there's whole there's a whole lot of terminology in there too. So I'm using this You're using for the sake of not having to explain it. 
Yeah, Christianese. Christianese. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I think that. So it's like understanding like there are agents here that seek harm for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think the average Christian believes that? No. Mm. And I think that's a problem. In a, in a few ways, mm. <laughs> I think one of them is because there are there are Christians who don't believe that. There are people who don't believe that as a whole. Yeah. Um, and there are people who do believe that. Yeah. And both of them aren't served well. Mm. Um, yeah. So it kind of goes in the other the other side of it as the church. Um, there are churches that handle it by ignoring all of the doctrinal side of it mm-hmm. and say let's forget the head knowledge part and let's just jive straight into the spiritual side because it i feel good mm-hmm. it makes me feel different i feel something i perceive something mm-hmm. which is it's valid in a way yeah. but then it's like you don't know what you're getting into because you don't understand any of it yeah and then there's the side that's like no that stuff's weird uh i can't it's not it's not natural right i can't like perceive it entirely so i'm going to throw it out and look at the things that i can logically reason yes and i also feel like an element of that is i need to hear you sorry (laughs) i'm glad you have your headphones on and i don't have my headphones on because a i'm tipsy (laughs) and b i can't listen to myself talk in headphones or i would not be able to complete a sentence and i'm a narcissist (laughs) <laughs> I was, didn't say that out loud. I don't, I don't know. I'm not judging you. Um, that was the last podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> At least he's accepting it. First step of recovery is acceptance. <laughs> um, so when they throw it out, I think another part of that has to do with the control, not just the unknown, but if I can't control it. Yeah. And it's not only something that I don't know enough about, but I also probably can't control all of those things. And so therefore I'm Mm. super uncomfortable and I don't want to open myself up to another area of my life that could, (laughs) that I might not be able to control, you know? And really once you are super educated on it, you can control things. You can control things, um, but you can't control everything. And so... Yeah, maybe that's another reason why people are you know, avoiding I th- it. I think that's I think that's a huge that's a huge part of it too. And it's that idea and I think that unveils if that's the truth, if mm-hmm. people are like, Yeah, that's me <laughs> I think that unveils a different problem. Okay. In the sense of that's pride, isn't it? Mm. To say I only wanna know or be involved in the things I can control. But I also think that's ignorant. Mm. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> people said they wanted more meat, so I'm being a little more <laughs> open about stuff. I can't handle this truth. <laughs> ah! But so I think, because I think that's a huge part of it. So if you're saying that, if you're reading scripture, you're saying, I recognize this thing's real, mm-hmm. um, and their purpose is to corrupt me, it's to harm me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ignore it, and it doesn't bother me. Mm. It's like, well, then that's a little stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> that's saying i'm gonna walk out into the street but i don't think there are cars I, I know there are cars driving on the road but i'm gonna ignore them and i'm fine yeah it's like, i'm not gonna you edu- might be fine for a while <laughs> yeah. but eventually a car's gonna hit you <laughs> if you don't educate yourself on what the green light means and what the red light means yeah <laughs> it's not gonna be good for you if you're in the wrong place when the green light comes on yeah yeah, no, I agree completely. And so, but I think I think there's a point, and I would want to hear more about this side of it too, mm-hmm. um, where yes, there's an aspect of it where we can have a level of control, not mm-hmm. because of our power, because of the name of Jesus Christ and right. His power right. and His authority mm-hmm. um, that He's He's bestowed upon us to mm-hmm. call upon His name. Yeah, uh, I think that's that's that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But understanding that it's like, no, this is an issue because they are a more powerful being than we are. Mm. And we're kind of jumping around a little bit too. Yeah. We, I, we've definitely moved past the idea. I is think it real we finally got to something we may disagree on. Awesome! I want to hear that. Finally, right? <laughs> Everybody's like, "Can somebody please disagree?" Here? We fo- we focused more on the side Good of is it real or not, and we're like, "We've said what we've said, and we've been on." You can just edit out all the second half of the. Ev- <laughs> we believe the same thing. Okay, so I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Probably when I got obsessed about supernatural and studying heaven and hell and angels and demons and all of that stuff, diving really far into um, scripture and different, um, you know, what people that believed 
in science and believed in um, scripture, believed about all these subjects, I came up with the conclusions that, you know, worked for me, that I felt like mm. this is most consistent with what I believe the Bible is saying and, you know, all that. So I, after all of that, um, I believe that we are given authority as the children of Christ mm-hmm. to be more powerful than demons. And here's yeah. where it plays out more because I thought for a second there you were saying that they might be more powerful. That's where I was hoping we just come up, didn't agree finally. <laughs> no, so so I'll say real quick just to clarify yeah. my point oh, as okay. you continue. So I guess what I'm saying is like in and of myself, uh-huh. I'm not more powerful than this person. Powerful oh, than this okay. being. Dang, but, we agree again. <laughs> dang it. Oh. But and again with that, it's like this is a more this is a superior being than I am is my understanding. I see what, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, this is something that is more powerful. It has more understanding. It's been around a lot longer yeah. than I have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if, if we want to go into even in Daniel, when it talks about the watchers where it's like they were there at the creation of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, they saw a lot more than I did. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't there. What are the chances that you're going to have listeners that are not Bible believers at all? Can we talk about the whole story that in Ezekiel, Ezekiel, excuse me, Mm -hmm. it talks about what happened with the whole Satan being kicked out of heaven Mm -hmm. and a third of the angels being kicked out with him. And if you want to read there, um, it's Ezekiel 28. um, That will kind of give that background biblical basis of where that story comes from. Yeah. um, And where, you know, before the i mean i don't know if it was it had to have been when the earth was created because he was cast down to the earth it does say that in the bible in ezekiel i don't know it well enough to say yes or no okay (laughs) (laughs) i didn't we're talking about if we're talking about the beginning of the earth there's a lot in there too (laughs) right 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 so just in general um in in the stuff that i have studied it the earth was in existence and satan and the angels were cast down to the earth mm-hmm. they were cast out of heaven so i i don't know if i assumed that or not that it was the earth but either way um so that's where the original um angels and demons origin biblical mm. origin came from and then um basically say the first sin to ever happen was when satan struggled with pride he had a very high position in heaven. He, um, it talks about the fiery stones that were a part of God and that he would go like, you know, very intimate um, relationship with God. And I, I even remember growing up, um, one theologian said something about, you know, his position being the worship leader. Mm. And I thought that was interesting and fascinating. Mm. Um, and so he struggled with pride because um, he was in a position that was very exalted, um, was very high up and yeah, he was a beautiful creature and, you know, was so, um, adorned by God and that he somehow, which I don't think the Bible ever gets into this, not in my research, um, convinces a third of the angels to be, on his bandwagon, whatever that bandwagon was. And then, you know, they get into this war and God kicks Satan and a third of the angels out of heaven. Mm. So here's a question for you. Yeah, I've got a lot in there too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Oh, sorry. Well, it wasn't about that information. So if you want to say something about okay. that, go ahead and say that first. And then I'll ask you a question. So, yeah. So this is kind of a, this is kind of for my information. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so like, is it, does it sp- explicitly say like a third of the angels? Yes, it does. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, um, so because part of the reason I, I think of I, I was bringing that up too because it, it's interesting because I know that there's a lot of the creation story, the fall story, mm-hmm. that um, Christians gather, but it's not from scripture, but yes. it's based on the um, Paradise Lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which is interesting because okay. it's like that's where because that's kind of what's it's kind of what goes into an early church thing too. Mm. And there's I will say there's a lot that Paradise Lost got right, but there's a lot of it that I don't know kind what of Paradise Lost is. You need to. Oh really? Yeah. Um, why can't I think? And of the maybe right somebody right now? in our viewing audience or listening audience doesn't also know what that is. <laughs> that's so, fair. That's fair. <laughs> for their sake, I'm going to ask you to explain it. Um, and I don't know why. I guess this is this is getting to me a little bit. Yay! I can't think of his name. Cheers. <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> I can't think of his name right now. Um, Milton. Yes, 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 yes. Milton. So there's Milton's Paradise we have Lost. An angel voice in here. So actually, there is um, there's a there's a scholar who calls it Miltonian philosophy or Miltonian, uh, Miltonian theology. Oh. Okay. Where it's like, and I actually go even further than that. It's like I think a lot of what the church, especially the Reformed Church. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry guys. <laughs> um, I think a lot of that belief is actually Augustonian as well. Mm-hmm. Going to um, Augustine, okay. he wrote the Confessions. Yes, he wrote a lot of I other like things him. too. Okay. Um, he seemed like a cool guy. I mean, I don't know. Oh, like I think they're great people. Wrote, I think they're great people. But it's funny. It's like I think that a lot of what we're what we believe is based on what they wrote rather than what's written in scripture. Mm. And so I, it's interesting, especially when it goes so into stuff I'm like this. I'm two specific scriptures. Okay, yes. okay that's cool. I, I, wanted to re- I wanted to just like clarify yes, that a little yes. bit too. So twice in the Bible, it talks about the one-third of angels. Okay. So one of the really encouraging things for somebody who's like, I've never thought about it. I don't know if I want to believe in angels and demons are real. Well, at least be comforted that there's only one-third of the demons <laughs> and two-thirds are angels. You're welcome. It's more... <laughs> Positive and negative message, I think, right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Comfort in numbers. Comfort in numbers. Exactly. You're fine. (laughs) So, yeah, so there's there's a lot in there, too. But, yeah, continue, continue. Okay, so here's the question I wanted to ask you. So we got on the, you know, if you believe or not believe, the origin of where they came from, Mm -hmm. um, what their role might be in our lives and why they may or may not be important to us. So do you believe, um, talking about, since these are, this is a spiritual thing, um, is because of that origin of where all the demons and angels came from, that initial um, war that happened in earth, do we now believe that we are, A, in the middle of this war Hmm. and i don't want to say we're pawns or anything but (laughs) do you have a belief then as a christian that you're just caught in the middle of a war that doesn't really have anything to do with you Hmm. um you're just either helping you know the kingdom of god and the angels and whatever that agenda is or i am not passive passively maybe think i'm not contributing but then maybe you are contributing just by being passive mm. in helping the kingdom of satan and hell and evil and whatever yeah you know for, how much of that do you believe is involved is it all about my life and how they affect me or is it all about there was a war that happened you know, mm. thousands mm. or millions or whatever years ago. And we're just caught in the middle of this situation and we can either contribute to that situation or maybe we're not contributors at all. Like what is your thoughts and feelings on, on if, is there any connection there? Should we see ourselves as just, no, that's between them. <laughs> and we're just tr- I'm just trying to be me over here. I'm just doing me. Or do we have an active part in mm. all of that? Um especially as Christians, are we supposed to believe that we have an active part and role in this war that happened years ago and that's mm. potentially actively happening all around us? And what role is that that we that we play? Mm. Was that a big, long question? And there's like 10 <laughs> answers I need to hear from you? Yes, no, yes, yes, kind of, maybe. <laughs> so, I like all things. Did I even do this already? <laughs> you can, let's top it off. Oh, oh wait, I should top yours off. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. I can't. It's the, oh, it's it. too much. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, sorry. <laughs> do you have napkins in here? <laughs> so, uh, this poor lot. table. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so let's do it one at a time. Yeah. So what, you, I, what I'll say is like, do you, the question is, do you believe the war is happening now? Is it continuing? Yeah. And I'd say That's yes. That's a good first one. Okay. Good. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say good. Correct. I'm sorry. Explain, Paul. <laughs> Explain. And so what I'll, I'll say that that's based on my understanding of scripture. That's kind of where I base it through. Where until Christ returns, this war is still continuing. Um, do you believe that most Christians understand that? No. (laughs) 
why? <laughs> why do they not care? And why do they? I mean, is it just easier yeah. to not care? Well, for a couple of reasons. And I think it's one of the, I struggle with this every day as well. And I think that's something that that um, should be pointed out, at least for myself, I'll point out. It's like, this is not like, a, it's like, a, oh, I believe this. Cool. Every day is super easy. And I'm always focused on this. Like, no, it's an mm. everyday struggle. <laughs> In the understanding of like, yes, I believe this is a real, this is a real battle that's happening. There's a spiritual battle that's happening. Yeah. And it's a battle of, <laughs> to use like a very cliche term, it's like it's a battle of the souls. Mm. And And I'll get into that a little bit more. But I think from my understanding of scripture and what I believe, it's like, yes, I think that there is a real war that's happening mm. and you're participating. But in which way do, are you participating? Because even by not participating, you're still participating. <laughs> yep. Ah. Um, Sorry ah. for all those who thought they were just, I'm not participating. You're still making a decision. Yeah. And I think that's one of those, it's an everyday struggle because it's something we can't yeah. see. Right. It, we, there's not there's not bombs going off in our backyard. Um, there's not, no. you know, we don't just see demons just w- strolling through the house and be like, hey, what's up, dude? You yeah. know, like that doesn't happen. And yet we have <laughs> For the most part. struggles <laughs> that they could have contributed to our lives because as the Bible will say, and hold on, I wrote this down, mm-hmm. in John 10.10, 10, um, it talks about how the enemy's sole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So every time they are stealing from your purpose and every time they are stealing from your joy and stealing from the success of your job and your marriage and your kids and health and whatever, that is a part of this war Mm. that is affecting your life. Yeah. And instead of saying, wait a minute, the Bible says at the the end of John 10, 10, it might be John 10, 11, it says that you know, if I'm receiving Jesus, then, you know, he's here to give me life and life abundantly. Hmm. Like I am supposed to be walking in freedom and in victory and in um, success. And I'm supposed to have, you know, great supernatural health and, you know, whatever it, it is that for you and for your life that, you know, potentially this war is affecting. And so we... I think the one of the biggest deceivers that Satan and his demons are doing a great job of is a making themselves and their power seem like more than it is, making people fearful, making people think that they're stronger than they are, you know, all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. so that people don't realize how powerful they can be through Christ against the enemy. Um, but that they also can get people so obsessed with their own lives and their own agendas and their own situations that they forget that this could be the enemy trying to kill, steal, and destroy your mm-hmm. life. You know, this is might not be a natural situation. There may be something supernatural that's keeping you from being everything that God called you to be. Yeah. It's funny. I think the tone of this podcast is definitely very different from before. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's like, you, I don't know Trey's opinion on all of everything, but it's funny. I just hear in my mind, it's like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> insert. <laughs> you can insert a bunch of those. Um, so, but yeah, I think there's a lot of that that we agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely, I think there's definitely some nuances in there that we could probably talk more about. And mm-hmm. if you guys want to hear a part two there's so much inside of this that I'd love to dive into. I think there's so much yeah. more we can get into because yeah. we've really just hit surface level of a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really been on that aspect to kind of summarize a little bit. We're closing the tab a little bit because we're, we're over time. <laughs> over time, <laughs> unfortunately. But I can it went by way too really fast. fast and drink all the rest of it, right? I'm sure like, you, you won't. You're not going to cut me off, are you? <laughs> no, of course okay, not. Okay, good, because it's really good. Well, we'll see what happens. But... Good job, Swandering. <laughs> um, but I'd say it's like, it's. I think that yeah, there's a lot inside of there that we can talk more about. If you guys want to hear that, let me know. Let us know that you want to hear part two. We'd love to have you back on Yay! to talk more about this. <laughs> I'm I'm you fascinated. Also, be honest and tell Paul. Please do not have that crazy girl on. Don't there. let her back on. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> um, no, stop kidding. Um, yeah, because I think we've really only kind of scratched the surface of this a little bit, and there's so many different nuances and little topics in there that we can talk about. Yeah. So I'll. 
yeah, there's there's a lot. <laughs> I want to I want to talk for another three hours about this. Yes, please. Isn't that exactly <laughs> what all your listeners want to hear? Uh, maybe three more hours. Hopefully, uh, I hope they do. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot in there that goes into because there's um the main the big topic we were talking about just the fact of we we talked a little bit first of are they real mm-hmm. and really the idea is i think what we ended on is really well they aren't aren't real <laughs> <laughs> and if you believe that they are real should you be paying attention because could it be yeah. affecting your life and what is your role and what is their role in your life and is does yeah. that matter is that important um it's definitely some really great stuff to research and think about and pray mm-hmm. about and say, okay, you know, is this something that should be important to me? And what do I do with this information, God? You know, yeah. what is, what should I take away from, you know, the. Yeah. Cause I think what I'm, what I'm being convicted of right now too is, is to get a little anecdotal and say, it's like, okay, what are, what are the individual stories in there? Mm. Cause I know, I know for the both of us, we've had supernatural experiences. You guys want to hear our supernatural <laughs> experiences? <laughs> Might know, get crazy. I know a few people who do. <laughs> and I would love to talk about that a little bit in the right yeah. context. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that. You think the exorcist was entertaining? <laughs> Wait till you hear about deliverance ministry. We could do a whole podcast on the exorcist <laughs> itself. But, so I think what I'll, what I'll summarize with is that, is it real? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think yes. Mm-hmm. You may think no, but I think that every person is curious. Mm-hmm. Um, you might write it off as nonsense, but mm-hmm. you still tune in to, to Ghost Hunters. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a curiosity that's natural and it's real. Mm-hmm. Because that shows a level of reality. There's a lot of notes I haven't gotten to. <laughs> I think exactly. so. The one that the one Five that I'll, more episodes coming your way. The one that I'll throw in really quick to this. Um, oh man, there's so much stuff in here. <laughs> but the one that I'll go to really quick is the the even to kind of show some reality to this as far as a a world side of it is that there's um, a book I've read by um, Chief Joseph Riverwind. He wrote the book, What the Old Old Ones Say. And in that, he talks about a story about this, um, a a child song that his wife sang. um, And his wife is also a First Nations person, um, Native American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. that she sang and she talks about it and it actually talks about this like pie like this pied piper-esque character this monster that would do horrible things to people (laughs) and the name of it and even the situation is very similar to some eastern and near east um beliefs and gods and Mm -hmm. understandings and it's like is that beyond a shadow of a doubt no Mm. but is that something worth looking into something that is non-coincidental i think so when there's so many um, stories and folklore. Folklore. Thank you, because I've had a lot to drink, so <laughs> I can't you say that word. Had anything. Shut up! Dang! <laughs> I told you I was a lightweight! <laughs> Tipsy theology. Um, so, <laughs> I think they're all based on possible situations that yeah i mean where did it come from you know i know our imaginations are yeah like, you know whatever but it's it has to be based in something so yeah. even if they were dramatizing it some yeah there's got to be some truth to it some mm-hmm. nugget in there yeah and so this is a really long summary <laughs> so i, I understand <laughs> i started off to edit it down um but yeah so i think that um there's a lot of anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. Is there empirical evidence? Am I allowed to ask one last question or are we way over time? We're way over time, but please way ask another question. Last question. Whether or not we believe it, whether or not we interact with it, what would be the benefit or um, mm. dis... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here because I cannot think. <laughs> Uh, downside. Yes. I thought of the word. Before I did. To not believing it. Why mm-hmm. did you know? We talked about some ways that they impact our lives and why they might matter. But let's say somebody's like, okay, whatever. What is the benefit of me believing, and what's the downside of me not believing? Yeah. 
caring. I'll I'll pose a question with that, and we'll end with this. Um, end on a question? Oh man, it's <laughs> Jesus did. <laughs> Ooh. I'm not comparing myself, <laughs> but here I go. <laughs> You're gonna get hit with lightning. I'm gonna back up. So it's interesting. So the one thing that I thought of, and I think this is. And, I, and again, I'd love to have you back on to talk more about this and even get Trey back in here. I miss the Trey. Trey. I miss the Trey boy so much. <laughs> Shout out if you miss Trey. Um, yeah, I think that just as a child mm-hmm. struggles to learn object permanence, which, are you familiar with that? This is just like a really complex thought from where I am <laughs> on my bus. So object permanence, think of the sense of like, here's this. Mm-hmm. Can you see it? In, can you see it? No. It's gone. Okay. It disappeared. Yeah. So object permanence is understanding that regardless if you can see this or not, if you can mm-hmm. see this or not, mm-hmm. it still exists. Mm. And that's something that a child, like with peekaboo, mm. when you cover your face, they think you disappeared. Mm. <laughs> they think you vanished from existence. Yeah. And it's 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 something that needs to be learned of understanding that, oh, no, you're still there. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. just covering yourself. I can't see you. So why does it matter that we acknowledge? So with that, object permanence is the supernatural, is an under, supernatural understanding. Mm-hmm. Is that something that needs to be learned? Mm. So I'll I'll leave it with that. There's a lot in there that we can talk about. I'd love to talk more about I want to talk more about this. Um, but is a supernatural understanding something that we haven't been taught? The mm. church has, I say church, very blanket statement. The church has, um, on both sides of the spectrum, has mistreated its congregation in depriving it of that understanding. And I think, yes, I want to talk more about that. Um, Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? This was awesome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) This is very good. You guys should all go to Swan Brewing and get a Drinking Buddies IPL lager. IPA. Was it IPA? Who says IPL? What is IPL? That's what they called it IPL because it was a logger. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Dang. <laughs> Go, Kendall. Anyway, <laughs> it's the one plus point in the Kendall column. <laughs> Don't choke on your own show. I'm joking. Anyway, um, it, yeah, I would love to come talk more because theology is in apologetics and mm-hmm. whatever is just so exciting to me and i would love to hear even opposing thoughts the fact that we agreed on a lot of stuff maybe was not a great for this topic because well, we were we didn't we, really hit a lot we hit we true, very surface true. and but there's I, so much in there too because i know deliverance ministry some that's something that you're too. very you're very you, interested in so yeah. if you guys have questions you want to hear more from her i would love to answer the hit hard questions the harder the question the better if you think yeah. you have a hard question for me or for paul or for these guys <laughs> ask it because I that's the things you know that I love to dive deep in and you know really just dissect so I'll see even for myself it's like yeah I I've definitely had a lot of experiences and there's things I'm willing to talk about wow from the from the age of like nine (laughs) on there's a lot Mine that... didn't start till 12. You're like super <laughs> awesome. I'm just like super spiritual. Whoa. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there's a lot in there that I'd love to talk about. And we scratched surface. Cool. I think this is a good teaser. I would love to talk more about this. If you guys want to hear more about this topic, if you want to dive deeper into it, uh, let me know. Hit me up on that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And thank you so much for Maximize Digital mm-hmm. Media and yes. for Annie Yuli for producing this episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And we will catch you guys and hopefully Kendall. Mm, thanks for having me. And Trey. What? <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs>